to Brain World. So on the third episode of Brain World, I have with me Amy, my dear dear friend and a practicing Wiccan witch. So today's episode is going to be fun because Amy and I are going to talk about be her being a Wiccan witch, the practices that she does, her being a queer person and Greek mythology and also the situation going on with America. So I personally had a lot of fun talking to her and I hope you guys have I hope you guys love this as much as I did recording it. So let's go. So hey Amy. Um it's so nice to have you here and I cannot wait to talk to you again because my <laughs> dumbass forgot to record. <laughs> so hi. You got to stop hi. laughing. <laughs> so um what So Amy is for all the, the people listening Amy is a practicing wiccan witch so Amy tell us more about what it being like a witch and how did you get started with this whole thing Well I was a christian my whole life and then um I took a philosophy class in college and I like had a revelation and I was like I don't believe in this anymore because I had come out a couple of months earlier and I was like I can't be gay and be married in the church. It's this is ridiculous. And so I kind of found a way out and I had never looked back. And I realized that like I kind of was following this faith out of obligation, not because I actually believed in it. And um you just have to do a bunch of research and like what fits with you and i mm. found a thing that fits i am a witch and i am also a pagan who worships the greek gods and goddesses and that's called a hellenismos uh so that is basically you worshiping greek gods and goddesses so yes is that an exclusive group that you guys have about yeah you know just basically just okay. yeah some so, pagans have like exclusive like they have a name for themselves that are like exclusive to like greek gods and goddesses or like a popular one in the US because of the show vikings on history um is heathens which celebrate the norse gods and goddesses So I think mainstream culture we basically made it more popular to people for people to worship Greek gods and goddesses is that yes tell me if I'm very wrong. yeah you know that's very correct because so, the show has like set forth kind of like a new wave of like heathenry which people think mm-hmm. like heathens is like a name for like just bad people <laughs> but it <laughs> it's the official name of like the Norse pagans is heathens and heathenry. Yeah. I think when people see it on TV and be like okay that's cool. So I think they start following they have a way they think of it as the one way to be closer to gods and goddesses. And how long have been have you been practicing being a wiccan witch? It's almost 2 years now. I started doing it oh, in wow. September of 2017. Hmm. So you've come a long way. So do you guys have any have any groups or something or do you you know practice it alone? Or can you guys meet up to practice yeah. rituals? 
Sometimes I practice alone when I can't make rituals or uh, I want to do a specific spell that's meant for me and I don't really necessarily need a group of people mm -hmm. to do it with me. I just uh, do it by myself in my room or outside is more preferable because you're in nature and yeah. um, some things require you to be in nature. And what spells can you do? I mean, what are the basic spells that you can? Can you make somebody fall in love or something? Or that um, yeah, so like it depends on the person and like what they believe you should do spells in. But um, yeah, you can do like a love potion or like good luck spell. Um, I've done a money spell. Um, <clears throat> you can like pray to like the god and goddess or one hmm. that you believe in for like guidance okay and um and yeah so does yeah. that i mean it it must have helped you a lot because i don't i think we all source for something when we are at our at a very low pace in our lives and then you know something comes up and we're like okay this is gonna help me you know go through that shit and mm -hmm. so did witchcraft help you do i mean achieve just that i mean because I think, I mean, from what I know about you, I think witchcraft came to you when you were not in a good place at your life in your life. So mm -hmm. I guess that must have helped you a lot. Yeah, um, I wasn't at a yeah. good place in my life when I found witchcraft, but that doesn't mean mm -hmm. it like only helps me in the bad times. Maybe. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> so oh, I I couldn't hear you. Oh yeah. So Maybe? um. Yeah. You sound robot. You sound robotic. Hello. Yeah, hi. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I think I um You you did did you do something? <laughs> Anyways. Um okay, so I know that you are a, I mean you have Greek ancestry and I am intrigued by Greek ancestry. I mean I basically my whole teenage teenage years were, you know, just reading upon Greek books, Greek mythologies, everything Greek. So please tell me more about it. Yeah, so I'm half Greek on my dad's side. And um, I, uh, my dad's family is from the, like the mountains of the Peloponnese. So it's not like the mainland. It's from, it's kind of like a large landmass on the side. And um, mm. my Dad's other family, so my Yaya's family, is uh, refugees from Turkey. Okay. Because uh, the Ottoman Empire ruled over Greece and surrounding countries for like 300 years. Yeah. So you have and so much of blood in you. Oh my god, that's amazing. I mean, you have... You're basically the embodiment of the whole world. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm Irish... In French as well, so yeah, yeah I have <laughs> I have a little bit of I have most of Europe in me probably, but I may have a little bit of Middle Eastern as well. Yeah, you do come because you know coming from Turkey, I think yeah, Middle Eastern too. That's amazing. I mean, wow. <laughs> so did I mean were you very closely knit? To the Greek, I don't know, Greek church, Greek values, and Greek, you know, everything Greek, basically. Or were yeah, you... so 
I wasn't really involved in that because, like, I wasn't raised Greek because my mom is Irish and, like, my dad didn't care. So I was baptized Catholic and I wasn't raised Catholic, but I was still raised Christian. So that's just a whole mess. And I've been probably in almost every Christian denomination that there is. And there's, like, a bunch. I was baptized Catholic, raised Christian. Reformed, then non-denominational, then Southern Baptist, and then Greek Orthodox, and now I'm a witch. So that's <laughs> the whole that, lot that's, to deal with. That's huge. I mean, that's so much, so much to take in, basically. Yeah. So you had, yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Southern um, Baptists are insane. <laughs> insane in what way? Like, okay, they think like the world's gonna end when there's like a thunderstorm. Oh boy, that so they're basically paranoid as hell. Yeah, <laughs> and like they're they're from South Carolina, so it's kind of like guns. Like they like they teach like the kids at tenant church how to like shoot guns. Gosh, that's messed up. And I like think they do like a pulley, and like they like when they shoot something into the air, and they sh- they t- like teach them how to like aim and shoot. I, I think that's more disturbing considering how a church is teaching that. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So that, I think that paints a very grim picture of what's going on in America. Yeah. So, yeah. And uh, I think shootings have been like, oh God, that that is seriously one of the most messed up things that is about America and how... You know, how innocent people cannot go anywhere without thinking, without being like, okay, without being paranoid. When you cannot go to the church without thinking, okay, I'm safe there. You cannot even go to Walmart now without thinking, like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, like it's normal, at least, like, down here. I live in North Carolina, so it's kind of normal down here to, like, see someone with, like, a gun in their holster, and they don't oh, even stop. have to be like a cop. They can it can be anybody because Carolina is an open carry license oh. state, so you don't have to have it concealed, like concealed mm. like in a jacket or somewhere else. Like you can have it open. And I think, oh boy, first off, that's scary as hell and and I think as a person of color I might be more scared than any white person to walk around because in the fear of getting shot because this is scary and the fact that they think that they don't need extra permissions the fact that the laws do not prohibit them from using guns and I think this is all so messed up and banning guns won't work obviously but so how do you deal with this I mean Oh my gosh! As, as I, it, I've become numb to mm-hmm. it, and it's sad that I've become like numb to like. She's like, "Oh, there's another mm-hmm. shooting!" Like, yeah. Hello. Okay, can you? Yeah, can you just answer the question again because I don't know. I didn't record. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, I've become numb to it. It's sad that I have had to become numb to such a horrible thing but it happens so often it's just like oh another shooting oh well (laughs) like i'm I'm for gun control i'm completely for gun control but i'm like i can't do like i by myself can't do anything and like 
it's kind of like and I don't think you yeah it's kind of hard to say but like I don't know anyone that was shot and it it's kind of normal like if you don't know anyone that's shot you don't like cry over it you can have sympathy for families have lost someone but you don't like waste any tears on it but I don't yeah that that's a way one way you can think of it but you know what I what I think is that uh, you don't have to have somebody who was close to you getting shot but I think that's a very natural way of thinking because our brain registers more pain when it's somebody who we knew somebody who was close to us but you know this is alarming the whole situation is alarming and the fact that you have a president who you know protects neo-nazi groups who protects these white supremacists and uh, who, you know, basically turns a blind eye if the shooter isn't... I mean, I know that in the history of gun... Uh, I don't know, in the history of shootings, whatsoever, there wasn't a um, person of color who did the job. The person was a white person. And that's just, scary, that's just scary because knowing that your president wants a wall to be built just because, I don't know, these aliens could, shouldn't get in. So the fact that the danger is from within... And, you know, people are turning a blind eye to it. It just makes the whole thing more scary. For me, it's scary. And for I don't know how scary it must be for you living in there, you know, just seeing all these things happen. Yeah, that's Yeah, because I'm not a person of color. So me being shot Mm -hmm. is more random than targeted by uh, systemic racism. That has been built into the in the police and justice system but yeah. i'm more scared of like as a queer person and as like like a witch and pagan whose like religion mm. isn't as prominent and recognized yeah. as it should be uh i'm more scared of that than like i'm more scared of like laws being passed to prevent me from like worshiping or doing yeah. things getting married or anything that happens to be like in the queer community because I'm I identify as bisexual but I Hmm? don't I'm men kind of are the worst so (laughs) I get it completely because I, I, I think the church does not like anybody who isn't their way of normal or their way of being you know Working in their, okay, I have no words for it. I think working in their favor, I think they don't appreciate that. And that is a huge, huge thing to worry about. Because considering how America is like a melting pot of religions, of different ethnicities, of different races, I think this is concerning because uh, people are getting pretty close-minded over who they should be inclusive of. So, that presents a big problem of what America is today. I, in my opinion, solely. And, you know, you can completely tell me if I'm wrong. But, yeah, that is what I get from this. Basically. Yeah, so, like, Christianity has so many different denominations, it's ridiculous. And uh, some denominations are fine with gay people. Like, now they're fine with gay people. You can get married in... A church and mm-hmm. like a Episcopalian church is like one of like the most. It's okay. 
have they have priests, but like the priest can be like really gay, and it's all fine. Everything's fine. It's like nothing is pretty much off limits. Then there's some churches like Catholic and Greek Orthodox, Eastern Orthodoxy that like are very strict. Eastern Orthodoxy is super strict. I've learned so. <laughs> <laughs> you have had a firsthand experience of that, yeah. So, yeah. what are the uh, so why one of the things? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> so, yeah, so Eastern Orthodoxy is different from Catholicism. They look very similar, but they're different mm-hmm. because um, Catholicism started becoming more and more corrupt, and it's one of the reasons why I stopped becoming a Christian because, like, I was always threatened with the like with the threat of hell to like be okay yeah good like a good so, yeah, person you're gonna you're gonna go to hell. yeah you're gonna go to yeah. hell be- just because you're laughing yeah yeah so that but... is just basically yeah, blackmailing you with yeah. the fear of going to hell just because you're not their way of normal yeah, yeah. that's fucked and then, up yeah and then <laughs> like priests were never there's never in the bible anything about priests being celibate about like abstaining from sex there's nowhere in the bible but okay it was like a tactic used to um lure priests to like become priests like um some people would like give away their sons as like so they become a priest to like pay off a Mm -hmm. debt to the church or the government and um the lands that the priest would inherit from their family when that priest would die would go to the church and they have so much real estate. So they do. I mean, yeah, I mean, I studied the French Revolution, I studied it all, and I think the most powerful people, the most I don't know, the wealthiest people were the church. I mean, the whole church. It had the most money, it had lands and everything, amenities. And it used its power to, you know, crush on people who did not listen to them. And, yeah. So, yeah, church. I don't know how church is the good guy in the picture. Yeah, These like the so number one. Things. I think the number one real estate owner in America is the Catholic Church. What? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, wow. and... There's a movie that came out a couple of years ago called Spotlight. It's mm-hmm. uh, a true story about the Boston Globe uh, spotlight journalists who do like a bunch of research over the course of a year and want, may, like release a giant story once a year. And they in 2001, they did a report on the child molestation in the Catholic Church. That, that is huge, yeah. I and so it's, about it. it's mm-hmm. they like record uh, all like the instances of like these like child molestations in a giant book and they just let it go. They relocate them when there is an instance and they don't do anything about it. They just relocate them. Wow. Wow. <laughs> So basically, the church, you know, just stay safe if they, no matter what happens. I think the yeah. power they have just makes them, you know, they can get away with anything. Just yeah. because they have power. Yeah. And I think my, personally, I think my trust from the church was lost as soon as I, starting, I started reading Dan Brown. Because Dan Brown painted a very 
bleak and a very blank picture of what the church looked like the power of the amount of power it held and the things it could do if you just went against them mm-hmm. so i think harbored a fear early on and i think part of it also comes because i studied in a catholic school and i think the way that i was raised in that school made me go like okay this is something not to be revered it's something to be feared of and i think that feeling only intensified as i grew up so that fear also changed into disgust <laughs> because i don't know the thing with the pastors and the young boys they used to molest i think that's very messed up considering you are in the you know as they say in the house of god so these are many of the instance, instances that made me go like okay the whole thing the whole religious system is just a way of doing business and I, and i don't know how true this is but it was something that is just hammered into my mind so i don't know how true it is but yeah yeah then i had that complex against the catholic church and then so the eastern orthodox church they separated in like it's called the great schism they separated mm-hmm. um cuz it was corrupt and so like eastern orthodox priests can have families and it's more i could i'd say more relaxed than uh catholicism yeah. but still pretty strict like one of the thing one of the examples that i give to people when i'm trying to explain it is when say you're a ba- like a baptized orthodox christian and you mm-hmm. are baptizing a child it okay. is highly suggested that you baptize uh like children of the same gender so that they have mm-hmm. less of a chance of falling in love and trying to get married because in god's eyes they're all siblings that is so fucked up i mean wow so i don't know what to say so you're basically imposing the fact that you know being homosexual is bad and you're actually making you know two young children as siblings just because you don't want them to get married and how what are the chances of them getting married i don't yeah, like, i think you're just paranoid there's this paranoid at this point i guess <laughs> oh boy this is amazing and scary yeah like when when a girl like when someone baptizes a boy it's like highly suggested that they do all boys like unless they're like siblings like real life siblings then mm-hmm. like it's highly suggested that you do all boys or all girls okay and i and i think amy um i just got to know about this from mainstream films but conversion camps are a real thing and oh, yeah. that is one of the most messed up things that i have read because yeah we do have we do have ways to combat i mean no combat as in you know court combat because we have like corrective rape rapes that are perpetuated by the family members themselves on homosexuals especially lesbian girls and yeah we have honor killing and shit but this is just like this is another way of showing how bad religion can be how bad a patriarchal society can be so what is a conversion camp what what does it entail just just tell me more about it so i've been fortunate enough to have never experienced a conversion therapy camp but 
what I do know about it is that is often guys as like a summer camp or like a wellness camp or some sort of like health oriented and faith oriented place that you're checked into and they focus on they try to like mask your homosexuality like your sexuality Mm -hmm. thing that comes naturally to you as a sin and a thing that could be cleansed and corrected the ways are really brutal i mean from what i've seen they use brutal ways for you to you know just let go of the person you actually are yeah you're basically brainwashed you're basically brainwashed into believing that what you believe is attractive and what it comes naturally to you is wrong and and should not be that way actually a sin yeah 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 and i think it you know causes a huge psychological drama i mean sorry (laughs) and i know that it causes a huge psychological trauma for those who have been through it, who have, you know, who have had, you know, parents who do not like the idea of a non-Christian, you know, of a child not believing and not working towards, you know, being an ideal Christian. Mm-hmm. So you basically, you have nowhere to go. And the fact that they so blatantly hate, uh, I don't know, the community itself. And the fact that you're using brutality to, you know, they you, they literally beat children. And I don't know, they brainwash them, they don't feed them. I don't know, the passive aggressive, yeah. you know, treatment that they get. That's awful. And uh, yeah, I, I literally cried the first time I read about it. And, you know, experiencing it in first person must be so heartbreaking. I mean, I can only... Imagine how bad it must be. Yeah, and it depends on, like, where you are in, in, like, the U.S. Because, like, if you're, like, in a city and, like, you're being sent to a conversion therapy camp, you can usually, like, escape it. Like, you can escape. Because there's, like, things around you. There's centers around you that can can help you. But Mm -hmm. if you're, like, in, like, small towns, you really don't, don't have a choice. Yeah, you have to go through. And I actually thought of. And I think the only way you can escape the system would be to, you know, run away, become financially dependent if you live in a small town. That's the only way you can escape it or else you're just stuck with it for the rest of your life. I think some of them must develop some exterior which makes them go like, okay, this might be wrong. Actually, they they are the ones saying the truth. And then they leave. and, And I think then they live a very deluged, delusional life of you know just constantly telling themselves that okay maybe they are they are the ones who are right uh i think i saw it in the movie boy raised there was a guy who was so strictly i mean he was so bent on getting better that he did not allow boys to touch him he was so like okay maybe the church is right and i think some people might use that as a way to you know uh, feel better or just you know mask their own self their own homosexuality so that that might be one of the ways that you repress who you really are oh. <laughs> I think mainstream media paints a very grim picture of what it's like to be a queer person anywhere anywhere in the whole world yeah 
So it's never good. I mean, there are very few instances where you can be like, okay, so this family actually accepted their child to be who they are. But mostly you hear, you know, queer people getting killed, you know, being tortured, extorted by the police. I mean, here, before Mm -hmm. the whole, um, you know, the section 377 here, it was actually introduced by the British people when they, um, I don't know, how to put it when they colonized us when they you know ruled over us for over a century and they introduced the section 377 where any sex that isn't uh, natural in the eyes of god was you know punishable and shit and i think that it stands still even now even though it is it's okay to be a homosexual here that you can still be you know you might be killed and you know there were there are so many instances where the police uh you know tortured people put them in jails you know beat them ruthlessly just because they you know wanted to make our country a more inclusive place for queer people and there's there are so many instances and i and i know people who are who have been you know tortured by the police just for being themselves and you know they were threatened and shit and that's like seriously messed up and it still happens and that's the saddest part of it all for a country who chooses to be who wants to go ahead when it comes to being inclusive and being open to everybody this is just like shitty and pathetic and i don't know honestly a little concerning so, yeah <laughs> i'm sorry like, I'm just at this point it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> it, like even for like its own people it's not very inclusive like i just remembered um it's kind of messed up what it's like kind of like a thing in the in mostly in the south but they're called sundown towns going back to mm-hmm. race so they're called sundown towns so it means when the sun goes down um mm-hmm. you that no black people can be in the town limits yeah okay. or you'll die wow that that is messed up so this is still a thing this still happens yeah, yeah it's called yeah if you like google sundown towns it's like by midnight no black people can be in the town limits or you'll they'll get killed okay so that that is just crazy and that is honestly very concerning. So yeah, and I and I think yeah, I don't it's know. It's like a town yeah. where like <laughs> white supremacy is like the norm. There's like a few towns that are like this. Some are listed, so like people will know not to go there. I first like heard about it like on Tumblr. It was like a warning for like make sure you know where sundown towns are if you're traveling somewhere, so that you don't stop there and rest for the night and get killed that is messed up and i think okay so if you are a black person and if you get killed there you know the person who killed you won't be suffering any charges or anything or they might be protected by the law no yeah they'll be protected okay so that is messed up so basically the country hates people of color because black people you know take the most shit for everything and uh, yeah so that's crazy <laughs> yeah and so that's... like in like the southern like 
the southern United States is like it might as well be another country than the northern United States because like in the beginning of like the night like the 20th century like in like 1910s like in the north like black people had their own businesses they like ran newspapers they had they like were building empires but like in the southern United States it was a completely different world oh boy so it has been this way for a long time yeah, yeah. so okay <laughs> so that's pretty that you know that just makes me go wow in a very bad way it's not to say that so, like every place in the south is like that but there mm-hmm. are places that it, it's not like all of the south is racist still but mm-hmm. you know but yeah there are places yeah so basically people of color have to be you know they have to be careful of a few states in Very the country careful, yeah. that yeah yeah so okay now sundowns i don't know the sundown states or sundown towns this just creep the hell out of me because it's yeah. scary that the fact that you cannot enter the town just because the people there aren't you know tolerating enough and yeah. they'll judge you based on your skin color and they'll just kill you if you aren't what you know they expect you to be yeah so yeah so, that's that's crazy yeah but and, um yeah i don't want to like like broadcast out there that the south is horrible but you know these small towns do exist and like white supremacy is still kind of like a thing mm-hmm. and it's horrible <laughs> Yeah, and I I don't think that it's going to stop anytime soon considering mm-hmm. how you know the whole considering you have a leader who does not stop that from happening he's like you know what go for it and he didn't do anything wrong and I think that is a that is just you no know, fixed into people's minds that people who have a fairer skin color they would just you know they didn't do anything wrong but whereas a black person who does that that he he did something bad and he deserves a sentence and i think there's so many instances of you know black people getting blamed for things that they didn't do and it's just you know heartbreaking to read that and be like okay so this is what it is <laughs> yeah. yeah and have you seen the ICE detention centers I did. I did. They resemble concentration camps. Oh yeah, we and call them concentration camps. You know, base. No, you know what? One of your leaders, one of your, I don't know, senators or something. That he actually, I don't know. Uh, the Latina woman who was guarding one of the camps. Remember oh, her? Oh yeah. She yeah, basically yeah. got from here. Yeah. So while mentioning her, the. I don't know. The senator basically went that okay. She's guarding the concentration camps, and people were like. are you actually calling them concentration camps because that just you know the similarity between them is like you can actually see it and the fact that i actually saw some i actually saw this man uh, who was detained and his daughter she was actually she was a us citizen i mean she got yeah. the citizenship and she died because uh, you know she couldn't stay away from her father and you know she she was highly suicidal and then she you know decided to take her own life and her father basically just got to you know see her till oh, yeah, the I funeral yeah and 
it was it was awful it was awful to see these families getting uprooted parents being sent off the ic just barging in and you know they can hit you they can do anything and there's nothing you can do about it although there are there is some awareness that is being put forward as in how you can you know just avoid an ice ice officer i don't know you need a warrant or something and yeah, you can record so the officer yeah. a lot of people don't yeah. know that like what to do for when ice comes to your house but they're setting the lawyers have put together things you can do when ICE yeah. comes to your house. And there's, I saw this video, I don't know if you saw it, but it was oh, just like a group of like Latin men like in a room together. And mm-hmm. they were like pressed up against the window. Um, they were being recorded by someone and they were saying mm-hmm. that they haven't had a shower in 40 days. Oh my God, that is awful. The in humanity just oh wow oh and they don't like turn the lights off they don't have any beds they sleep on a concrete floor and they don't turn the lights off for them to sleep yeah and they have foil blankets i don't remember yeah yeah foil blankets and they have to huddle close in order to you know stay warm Mm -hmm. because they don't have basic facilities and they don't have brushes they don't have anything no, not sanitary products, and children are getting ill in the centers, so they could die. I mean, they already might be dying. You, you never know. And basically, fifteen hundred children got missing. They're, they're missing um, after the ICE took them, and nobody's talking about it. I mean, I think there is a limit to what we can do, considering we don't have enough power to actually make that happen. And that is what's keeping us from, you know, making a difference. And, yeah, and things are awful. They're awful. I mean, how can you just jail somebody for wanting to have a better life? Yeah. I mean, that's and what the like, immigrants do. They are and not even just detaining. I'm sorry. Hmm. Yeah. They're not even just detaining uh illegal immigrants or undocumented immigrants they're detaining their u.s citizen children as well yeah yeah and i think the irony is that if you were white if you were a white immigrant nobody could will question you but as soon as the person of color card comes into play then you you're the bad person and you could be jailed for just for you know wanting to have a better life and that is what it is it's all based on color it's all racism at this point mm-hmm. so yeah so that's messed up i think amy um living there first hand experiencing all of this i think it it takes a lot of it takes a huge toll on your emotional health you but you know some people like you said that you got you know numb to things yeah i think people get numb to things because at one point i mean would you have ever have imagined that a school shooting would just, you know, it would just elicit lukewarm responses at mm-hmm. one point, which is which it is now. Now people are like, okay, this happens all the time. There's nothing we can do about it. And that's what's yeah. happening now. In school, we actually yeah. have like an active shooter, like, drill. So this is what has come to now. Drill. Yeah, it's like an I mean, intruder, active shooter drill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we so. like line up, we like sit against the wall that's facing the door mm-hmm. so that they don't see us like 
in the room. Oh boy, that is awful. And you know, children are being raised with the fear that they could be killed any moment. You know, basically every citizen you know now lives in the fear that they could be killed any moment anywhere. Now, considering how your Walmart isn't safe, now where can you feel safe? And the killer could be anywhere. The shooter could be anywhere. Yeah, I think oh. like it started with like the hysteria started with Columbine, the mm-hmm. shooting. In, I think it was like the it was like two thousand one, two thousand, and um, mm-hmm. what like mm-hmm. kind of made it personal for people mm-hmm. was the Sandy Hook shooting. Because it yeah. was kids, it was only it was kids and um, elementary school employees that were shot. Hmm. People the fact cried that a kills- lot during Sandy Hook, and it was heartbreaking in a way. I mean, how could somebody you know be so heartless to kill kids? That you know, that's mm-hmm. just way too heartless and way too. Oh, there's no words to describe it. The things are messed up. Things are messed up a lot, and 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 I think a change should come on because it's high time that it does. Because I think this is not the way things should work out. I think everybody should feel safe going out, you know, being themselves without being, you know, in, without the fear of being killed and you know shot at or you know being the victim of a racist. I don't know how to put it. I mean, everybody should basically feel safe and they should be okay with being who they are because even black people, they are scared to, you know, roam about like the fact that you said, there should be no fear of who you are. So it's high time things change. Yeah, and I really (laughs) hope that these politicians that are coming into office hopefully trip Trump doesn't get reelected. Yeah. And uh, oh my he'll... god, I just hope... <laughs> I hope he doesn't get reelected because yeah, because would... like the mindset of people from the last election, because they didn't like Hillary or Trump, they're like, I'll just vote for neither of them because my vote doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And look what came. I mean, even the ones who supported Trump are you know a few of the people who supported Trump now are angry over his decisions because they affect them now. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I don't know. Like, I hope things change. I really do. Like, like, rural Americans, like, want Trump because he's white and a man and they're like, I'm going to make jobs and they're like, yes, give us jobs. No, nothing. <laughs> there. I think his whole target audience was, you know, the normal... American because they want jobs, they want opportunities, and Trump was like, "Oh, I'm gonna give it all to you," and then nothing. So <laughs> I think even they are mad at it, mad at the fact that things haven't changed in some aspects. So when I hope things take turn for good, oh, it's a wild, it's a roller coaster. I mean, I basically, you know, my heart sank. I, I actually, you know, followed the election. Closely, I was like, oh my God, who's going to win? Who's going to win? And when it wasn't Hillary, my heart sank. Not because uh, I knew that Trump was a bad man, but because Hillary was a woman. And I was like, oh my God, a woman woman didn't get elected. But it was actually, it was so much more than that. 
so now i realize it and i'm like i hope we get a better and i hope that like america gets a better president next time yeah so, and yeah i want scary affordable i want affordable healthcare too that would be nice not have to pay mm-hmm. i oh gosh it, healthcare is so expensive it is i mean the, i just lost it when i saw the you know the the price of insulin i was like oh my god that much for insulin that much to keep yourself alive and also what else what else what else yeah abortion clinics anti abortion laws oh. all over the place i mean how that is like a whole another topic and i'm like okay wow and yeah <laughs> what's funny is that the laws here yeah the laws here are more you know you can actually get an abortion if as long as you no you can get an abortion here as long as are you aren't doing it for you know the fact that you want a boy you know a male child you can get abortion for any medical reasons and the fact that that it is in the same in america it's like crazy i mean wow you wouldn't allow allow a woman to you know just have rights over her own body that's <laughs> that's crazy seriously messed up yeah like planned parenthood is the one that's getting under fire mostly for abortions mm-hmm. because they offer abortions but they offer also affordable healthcare mm-hmm. for women and yeah. men and um yeah i went to a planned parenthood um in another city in north carolina that i used to live 2 years ago and mm-hmm. uh it felt like a prison <laughs> it wow. was like it was in like a building complex and the uh parking lot was very like gravelly and like not done and it looked abandoned mm-hmm. and i went in and i had to be buzzed in the door was like triple bolted and there was a security camera make sure i wasn't an active shooter and wow. they're very uh secretive like it's not that they have anything to hide it's just that sometimes you're not in a good environment and they ask questions like do you want us to call you and if yes do you want us to say it's planned parenthood or a doctor's office mm-hmm. do you want us to send you a letter mm-hmm. do you want it to be from planned parenthood or a doctor's office and they're just very like low key do you feel safe in a relationship do they know that you're here do you trust the person in your relationship that you're here mm-hmm. i was there for like a checkup like i wasn't even there for an abortion i was there for a, like a, a annual yeah here no, do you it. feel safe mm-hmm. i think so it's very yeah, like that's... controlled and locked mm-hmm. oh wow so i think they're be just being careful so that nobody i know there are many people who are against that and i think they're just being careful so that you know they don't get attacked or something they are protests yeah. flood, flooding through yeah so that's oh <laughs> yeah yeah so thank you thank you so much for supporting me and being my guest because it's like wow it's honestly unreal because <laughs> a month ago this podcast wouldn't even be in my mind and now i actually have a guest so thank you so much amy thank you for giving no me no problem and i love, I love to support show. anything you do <laughs> Bye. Bye.